Hello and welcome to the first uh, Michael Booth live stream um, on Facebook. Uh, basically, the idea behind this live stream is to give my fans, my supporters, um, a little bit more of an insight into what I'm doing. Um, basically, I was doing a lot of vlogging for a long time and I guess I've just sort of lost the love for writing and it's, it takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of effort, so it takes me about four hours to sort of knock out a, uh, a successful blog piece and I think the last time I sort of updated uh, you guys out the I know the casual blog um, that uh, the casual uh, Instagram post was about uh, September so it was last time I, in um, Osaka and last time I gave you guys a little bit of an update about what I was doing so the idea of this is just to give you a bit guys a bit more of an in-depth look into what I'm doing and where I've been so um, I think since Osaka, um, we'll run through a little bit about what I've been doing. So I think Osaka won the Worlds, which is a really good result for me. Um, and then we had the Paris Crossing, which I also won, which is awesome. I had the Sean Partners Doctor Week, um, which was fantastic to sort of be involved in and sort of be able to jump on the surf ski and sort of still be pretty, pretty competitive. Um, and then obviously a little bit of holidays. So um, when I was in... I think we'll start with uh, the Worlds, actually. I haven't really given much insight into that. So I think I was a bit underdone after sort of doing a lot of traveling around the, around the racing um, sort of season. I sort of went over to Europe for, I think it was a couple of months. I bounced around. I went to Molokai. I went to, um, I don't know, a couple of other places. But I didn't really get much time at home. And I think when I got back from those trips, I wasn't really that motivated into like just getting into, on, on, getting into the water, getting on like the water for training each day. And I think you've got to find your little bits of motivation from different places. But um, when I was doing that race, I think I felt a bit underdone. Like I think those two guys who were really, really strong, um, Daniel Hosulio and Bruno Hosulio, I'm quite good friends with those guys. And um, off the, off the uh, I know the word go, those guys were flying. Um, I sort of had to sit my weight I tried to make a move on that first lap and I, I wasn't able to actually get ahead and I had to really really play my play my cards right and um, in that last lap Bruno made a little mistake on that final can and I was able to sort of come ahead and just just win I think I nearly fell in that last hundred meters but I think it made it that little bit sweeter sort of taking that victory um, and then after that I, I came home and I was a bit more motivated so I, I jumped on the surf ski and sort of kept myself a bit fresh uh, when I was doing the, the surf ski events, I think I just really love being a part of that. I think Sean Partners put on a fantastic week in the uh, in Perth and I was able to, I guess, get a really sort of decent result. Um, I finished up the whole week with a sixth. I got um, fifth in the, um, fifth in the, I think the first race, the West Coast Downwinder, um, then went through the week and got uh, sixes in pretty much everything else. So... It was a pretty successful week on um, a few downwinders as my as my training runs. Um, then we went into the the Paris Crossing, um, which was the last event of the APP for the year. Um, I was trying to get, I guess, a a, a victory against Casper Steinfarth and Arthur Arukin for that overall world title. Uh, wasn't to be for me. I think obviously my sprinting is not not there. I think I've always been very, very strong at what I'm strong at. And uh, that is the distance racing, that is a 10K to 18K. Maybe not maybe not much past that, I'm not sure yet, but um, really, really strong in those sort of areas. But the, the sprinting, I, I've never been strong at. Even when I was back hiking, I was never able to um, give give like a really good sprinting result. So that was always hard, especially after those boys got those great results of heavy water, that sort of gave them a, an extra leapfrog of me. Um, and I finished overall third. 
um, for the overall season. But I think for um, like overall for my year, I think it was pretty successful. Um, finishing, I think I finished first in the first ever like overall distance race world championship, which I, which I was really really cool. Like um, to sort of be recognised in that way. I think I had three distance wins and I won. I got third in the New York race. So um, it's a pretty been a pretty pretty special season. I think last year. Um, and to finish off with like sort of winning the overall as well in um, Paris was pretty special. Obviously tying with Lincoln, having that really strong battle um, towards the end. And uh, it was um, really cool. <laughs> Good to see a few people watching. Uh, I've got about 20 people live at the moment, which is really cool. Um, so thanks, guys. Feel free to send me any questions that you'd like. Um, maybe to answer later on. I'll just keep rambling on for a little bit longer. Um, then after we went through Paris, I got to take, some, take a break. I went over to Chamonix um, with Christy, which is an awesome trip. Um, never been sort of skiing before, so we both learned how to ski together in Chamonix. Um, it was pretty incredible to be able to do that together, although it's probably not the best place to learn how to ski. I have snowboard before, but um, it was good to be able to do that together. When, I was, uh, when we were there, it was probably, probably one of my favourite places I've ever been to. We did uh, three days there, um, and then we went over to Lapland in Finland, which was absolutely incredible. Um, we got to went to the Christmas markets, and the, we saw the official Santa Claus, and we went on sleigh rides and um, dog sledding and all sorts of stuff that we probably never do because we never ever go in the cold. We always follow the summer and the sun, and um, we're really lucky to be able to do that. But I think it was really cool to break that up and do something different. Uh, I think it always just pays to keep the mind fresh and do different things uh, when we're um sort of after that we went to um stockholm for a couple of nights to sort of finish the trip and got home did christmas uh, went to a couple of weddings and then um sort of back into the the sort of the swing of things in a way um we i think i've started off the season a bit differently to what i did last year i got uh, so last year I got injured um, really early on, which I don't, I, th I don't think most people know that, but I tore an intercostal muscle um, in my ribs, which was obviously super painful to sort of be able to get through. Um, it was sort of like a six-week injury where you're sort of like paddling on one side. That's where I sort of took up a lot of foiling because I could still paddle on my right without too much pain, but I couldn't paddle on my left. And I was able to sort of be able to do a bit of that. But then like because it's an intercostal muscle, you can't do a lot of impact work or like anything that you're bouncing, so I couldn't really run, I couldn't paddle, I couldn't surf ski, like it was sort of a bit of a bummer, like even like I couldn't be able to do swimming, like this year I was sort of, I played it a bit smarter, I did a, I think a, I think it was the end of January, I did the Iron X event in um, Nuluba in Queensland, which is like a sort of a, I guess a exhibition event for surf lifesaving, um, where they had a, like the general Ironman or surf Ironman format, if you're not familiar with that, it's like a swim board a swim prone um and ski around like a set of cans and then you um run in between the transitions so it's like a, a multi-water sport sort of event but they also added in this time um sup which i think it was like the first time sup was ever broadcasted nationally on television in australia so that was pretty cool to sort of have nutrigrain surf life saving promoting the the sport of sup and we, they sort of had obstacle course racing um, in between as well. So it was like kind of like Ninja Warrior and that sort of stuff. So it was a bit, a bit different. Obviously, my preparation wasn't the best for it. Uh, coming into that event, I think I only had three weeks of proper training. I sort of jumped in with Surface Paradise, did a few Ironman sessions, uh, did a few sessions with Trig, and then just tried to learn how to board paddle again because I was never that good at that when I used to do Ironman stuff. And um, So that was a really cool experience, and uh, we'll see if they bring that back. And if something, something happens this year, hopefully I can 
put a uh, a bit more a bit more work and effort into it. Um, so after the the Iron X thing, I jumped. Oh, we saw we had another wedding. Um, Chrissy's sister, Nat and Josh got married, so we went down to Denmark and um, sort of had a two week holiday down there, which was pretty awesome. Um, but then basically got back, got back into the pool actually, and we did the Rotness Channel swim, um, which was like a twenty k swim um, from Cottesloe out to out to Rotness Island, which is about. I don't know, it took us five hours, 20. So it was pretty cool. We, had, we got a little sponsorship from Rotness Express, which was really cool. We had some great donations. We raised money for Ocean Heroes Australia, um, which is an awesome charity. If you want to check them out, check out their Facebook page. They're doing fantastic stuff around the country. And um, we were pretty lucky to do that. I think that kept me a little bit fitter than what I probably previously started seasons. I think when you're sort of been, when I've been paddling for so long, I think I've been doing some sort of sports for, I don't know, over 20 years now, probably seriously since I was like 13. So that's nearly um, 16 years now. So um, it's it's really hard to sort of keep motivated. So I'm always trying to find that little different aspect to allow myself to actually be able to keep motivated to train. So in that sort of three months I sort of have off, I always try and keep fit do different stuff like I was like like the Ninja Warrior Academy for like a couple of days in Perth I went to I did different gym stuff I was trying to do monkey bars down at the park and um, and then jumping back in the pool which I never thought I'd enjoy again down with uh, Rick down at Challenge Stadium it was actually really enjoyable to actually jump back in the pool and do some sessions in that and um, realize that I wasn't as bad as a swimmer as I thought I was so now sort of heading into the my I guess my first week of training I guess it's been a bit more difficult um like to get back into it. i guess the first week is always the hardest like trying to do like t- i think we did 12 four minutes with a little group that i have they're on the train by boothie program over here in perth like uh, i was training with daniel Julian, jade lane and uh Derek cross this week and it was just good to have sort of people there to sort of push me along and make sure that i'm um keeping honest i guess i set a time so i have to turn up so it keeps me keeps me going keeps me getting to sessions uh when i um I guess when I get get back into training, I try and ease into it. I try and have a few mornings where I get up and go train, but also try and rest because obviously that first few weeks is really important to sort of not kill yourself too much and try and really um, just get yourself gradually into your training. Uh, last week, I was in uh, Thailand um, testing the new Starboard Sups and the Starboard Sup range, which is pretty cool to be sort of involved in the testing program. I think I've been with Starboard for now uh, just maybe five years and it's been a really cool experience to sort of be able to to test and um, create the boards that I'm actually racing on with my competition like it sort of makes you feel really part of the process I think it's the same sort of when I like designing the paddles that with them be paddles I think that's really cool to be sort of on the start line with your own training program with your with the paddle you've designed and a board that you've had a hand in uh, there's a great team over there that I sort of work with like um, Ollie, Trevor, Sven, Connor uh, and Daniel sort of have major roles in that sort of um, testing program. So all the boards that we actually race on, we actually design. So it's a pretty awesome experience to be a part of. Um, so I was there for a week, um, did like a photo shoot. So we won't see any of those photos for ages because the range won't be launched for a while, but it still um, was a great week over there with the Starboard crew and um, really stoked to be part of that brand. Um, so that sort of brings me up to now. That's that's been a, probably the last three months of my life, sort of trying to get myself um, motivated again, trying to get myself organised, and trying to um, create new things and new exciting things I can do for the rest of the year. Um, so my season, um, I'll get that up. So basically, my season starts in uh, Carolina because I'll be at Carolina Cup this year. I'll be doing clinics and one on ones. 
Uh, I think they're up on the, the website there. Uh, then I'll head to the Salt Life Columbus Cup. So I'll be doing the inflatable race there down rapids and that sort of thing. I thought it'd be something different and a bit of fun. And then uh, we will head to Europe and do the major, major events in the Euro Tour. So I think I'll start in Agios, go to Corfu, uh, Vendee, Bilbao and Charbois. So that'll be my European leg of this year. And then I'll head to um, start the Euro, uh, sorry, start the APP, which will be starting on Oh, the end of June in Pornichet in France. So if I've said that wrong, any of my French friends, let me know. Um, and then basically I'm going to go for a month to Hawaii. So I'm going to try and do um, Maui to Molokai. There's an APP event there this year um, on Maui, pardon me. And then we have the uh, Molokai to Oahu. So made a few mistakes there last year. Didn't really put in a good performance. Didn't do enough training. Didn't drink my water. I think if you've read any of my blogs, you probably saw that. So I don't need to go into that, but I think I'd really like to have a good performance there. Looking like a really good race this year with a lot of the top names turning up. So I definitely, it'll be definitely a year that you want to try and win that one. Um, and then it basically turns around. We go to APP Osaka. Um, maybe I'll do the Hong Kong International or maybe even do the Dragon Run on the surf ski. I think it'd be cool to jump back on the surf ski for that one. And then Dr. Shawpart's Dr. Race Week, which is going to be fantastic again. So I'm really excited for that. And my last race of the year will be APP Paris. So still a big year, I think about 20 events, but there'll obviously be other things that I'll be doing um, throughout the year. If you're running any of those events and you're watching and you want to set up clinics or tutorials or something along those lines, even distributors at those type of events for Starboard or MB or any of those brands that I sort of re um, represent, uh, just send me an email and we can try and organize something. Ah, so what's, what's next? So basically, my sponsors I wanted to sort of announce on this sort of live stream um, today. I'm just gonna have a little coffee, one sec. Um, so Starboard, obviously major sponsor again. Big uh, thanks to you guys for jumping back on board. It's been, a, yeah, as I said before, about a five year journey. Um, and obviously things are getting better and better. So I'm really excited to sort of stay with that brand and sort of help build and try and support those guys wherever I can. Um, Sean and Partners race team, um, pretty cool to sort of still be um, being supported by Sean and Partners. I think it's a huge um, step up in professionalism, especially for myself and the other other members of the team. So you've got uh, Corey Hill, Jordan Mercer, and Danielle McKenzie on that team this year. Uh, those guys are uh, fantastic in the in the respective fields. Like I think you've got Corey's probably the you have to say arguably the best uh, surfer paddler in the world. Um, then you've got Jordan Mercer, who sort of does everything really, really well. I think five-time Molokai champ. And then Danielle McKenzie's like the new sort of surf ski champ on the scene. And she sort of, I think she won Worlds last year and she's winning everything. So pretty cool to be sort of be etched in that sort of name. And um, cool to have Sean Partners on board for this year. Uh, with those, with that comes um, support from Fan and Ocean Paddler. So I've been working with uh, Fan and Dean and Travis and the team over there in uh, SA for, I think, probably eight years now i think they've uh they've sort of on and off supported me i think it was a bit of a sabbatical for about two years where i went over to think and there was a fantastic opportunity to sort of race the think team but now it's uh sort of cool to be continuing with dean and dean's a really good friend of mine so um yeah really keen to sort of get out there i think we're paddling the double in the drummers downwind challenge tomorrow uh it's the final event so if you're in perth and you are um competing i'll see you down there tomorrow um and then we've got uh, Bennett Paddles, um, who jumped on the on the team again. So that's awesome to have. Oakley, a new supporter. Um, cool to probably be able to rock the, the Oakleys when I'm training now. So that's that's really cool. Vicobi, I've uh, been working with for a long time. Got some cool new things we're talking about doing with uh, Vicobi now. So 
um, yeah, been an awesome opportunity to be a part of the Shore Race team, and I, I can't wait to see how it evolves though through the year. Like they're sort of pushing me to do um, lots of different stuff, especially content-wise, and trying to get these live streams going. I think Starboard and Shore are the, the two the two people that really push me to do more media and do stuff like this, and sort of give me the motivation to do it. So, um, pretty cool to to be able to sort of have that support behind me, especially. Um, I don't know, when you sort of get a bit nervous, when you're sort of going to talk to yourself for 30 minutes, essentially, but it's cool to see everyone watching. I've got nearly 30 people watching online now, so hello, everyone. Um, I guess we've also got um, VMG Blades. Uh, VMG Blades, I've been working with them for, I think, since I've started. So um, Chris Ting and the team there make the best fins in the business. Like, my favourite fin is the, the time trial, um, and I'm really, really lucky to sort of be able to work with those guys. Like, they have just really, really quality stuff. So if you're interested in stuff, check out their website. Um, I'm also working with, at the moment, Stoke Physio. So they're down at North Beach. Um, and I am probably missing people. Um, obviously, I guess I call myself my own sponsor now too with Training by Boothie. I'm really lucky to have so many athletes um, around the world really trusting me um, to make them the best that they can be. It's um, such a fulfilling um, experience to sort of be able to share people's um, training and share their like achievements and their disappointments and try and help them become better paddlers and better people and um, yeah that's been awesome I've been doing that for nearly three years now and there's just so many um, great great athletes around the place that you don't you probably wouldn't know if I, and I wouldn't know if I didn't um, do this so I'm, I'm really fortunate that I have done that um, got MB paddles again um, best paddles in the business so if you if you want to talk about those um, please give me a text or send me a message um, who have I missed? I don't know. If I've missed anyone, please let me know. I can't see any of those logos back there that I've missed. I'll be working with Cyborg again. I'm reading Daniel on Monday, talk about my website, my media. So if you need any stuff, check out Cyborg. Um, and yeah, that's about it. So if you have any questions, um, feel free to throw them out there. Um, but there's about, there's a bunch of questions on my laptop, which is behind my phone, that I'm going to check out right now. All right, the first one is from Daniel JJ because he's online, so I'll, I'll run his first question first. Uh, what is my favourite race? Uh, I'd say my favourite race is probably the next one. So at the moment, it's probably Carolina Cup. Um, I won that the past two years, and I think it's one of those events where like the, the guys that I've really idolised have won. So you look, look at guys like Danny Ching, um, Tituan Puyo, um, and Travis Grant, the guys are sort of like really, um, really done such good things and stuff over the past like 10 years and sort of have won similar to all those guys. They've all won two each. Um, I think that's a pretty special event for me. And it's like, I think it's always been a battle. Like I've, I've started there and I finished my first year, I finished seventh. The next year I finished 18th and then I have won the last two. So it's been a really fulfilling event for me and trying to, I guess, overcome those obstacles and actually create, um, different opportunities for myself by um, really following the plan and really learning from my mistakes. So um, that's going to be another tough one this year. There's going to be so many um, good contenders. There's the 10th year anniversary for that event and um, really looking forward to that one. And he also asked, um, what is my go-to fin for races like Carolina? Um, it would really depend on the conditions. Like obviously, um, I think most people know that my general fin that I um, usually use is the time trial from, from BMG. They have been um, just, it's really good tracking fins, so it keeps you really straight, especially in the flats. If you're sitting washed, you're not gonna move around because it has that really long base. 
um, and it's quite a thin fin, so it's less drag. But if it gets a bit windier um, and I want to loosen up the tail, I'll probably use the 28. Uh, if it's more of a downwind sort of race, um, then I can sort of maneuver that sprint quite well. And then with the um, 35, I tend to use that if I feel it's really big and I'm a bit unstable. So uh, I, have a, I have three fins, but I'd say it probably goes time trial 35, 28 if I was going to, if I was going to choose between the three. Todd Brewer's got some really exciting questions here, um, but I won't. I won't probably answer any of those because they're not very relevant. But Todd, I really appreciate your uh, your comments and your questions. I'll answer them privately with you. Um, Tracy Monique asked if I am racing twelve towers. I am not this year. It's probably the first year I've missed it for about oh, five or six years. But I think last year I raced it injured and. Uh, and I really unfit, and I just didn't really get anything out of doing that. So I, I'm just going to hold back this year and actually just prep properly for the Carolina Cup and and get ready for that racing season. Um, got the opportunity to do that 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 this year, so I'm going to take that uh, opportunity with both hands and try and get as strong as I can for this season. My brother asked why am I not as athletic as my other brothers. Well, you know, I guess that's up up to up to opinion. Um, I don't know how to say this name, but uh, one of the guys on Instagram asked if I have a meal plan. I don't necessarily like, but I do follow like reasonably the same thing every day. Like I wake up and have uh, um, a protein style shake, which is an E3 um, Tamiflu. I actually got it here. So I've been using for the past uh, about month and back into training. It's been really good. So uh, these guys are all house certified and um, informed sports, so it's actually really good to have that sort of, um, I guess, knowledge so you're not sort of freaking out about drug testing because SUP surprisingly is a tested sport. I am on the whereabouts, so I do have to put down my um, information every day and tell them where I am and get tested. So it's, uh, it's a, a positive, but it's also quite a lot of work and a lot of stress because you're always going to be updating and making sure that you're on top of it. Um, and then... After that, I do drink a lot of coffee. Um, that's just been a thing that I've always done, whether it's been socially or um, just because I like doing it. Um, every day I'll have a couple of coffees, probably six shots of coffee a day. So I'm a big coffee drinker. Um, and then at lunchtime, um, Christy sort of manages my diet, I'd have to say. Um, she makes um, all the stuff, makes all the decisions on the food. So like lunch time will be like chicken and salad wraps and then uh, dinner time. Um, we live with uh, Gary and Denise, so they sort of have a say and we just all sort of eat um, very health healthily. Hello, Karina from Denmark as well. How are you? Um, so yeah, there's not any necessarily a strict diet and plan, but it is also just like healthy conscious choices every single day. Um, I I tend to eat a bit of meat, um, not heaps, but enough to keep me sustained. I definitely don't like it when I don't eat meat. Um, I find that I just, I feel I, I lose energy. I lose um, a bit of um, stamina when I'm training. So um, I try and, you know, I actually eat more, pro- I actually drink protein as well. So it's like, it's trying to get enough protein to sustain those sessions week in, week out. Um, so Joe Wright has asked, how long have I been paddling and who is my biggest fan? I don't know who my biggest fan is. I think they get top fans on Facebook these days. I can probably find out who my top fan is. But if I had to, um, if I had to pick a top fan, it'd probably be Christy. I hope it's Christy. Um, she comes everywhere with me, and I think we really make a great team, and we travel around the world and do everything together. So it's um, probably her. But apart from that, probably um, Christy's family, uh, my family, um, and the people who've sort of been supporting me for a long time are probably my biggest fans. Um, I can't seem to get this up for some reason. 
but I'll get that up later. Um, but yeah, so they're, they'd probably be my biggest fans. Here's more. Um, just trying to get these questions up. Okay. It's from Donato Friends. I'm not sure who that... I'm not sure what if that's his real name or not, but um, a couple of questions about Starboard R&D stuff. I'm not sure how much I can give away here. Is Starboard planning to make hollow boards? Um, I think everyone's always planning to do things, but I don't know whether that will come to fruition in the near future or whether it'll be like what, what not. I'm not, I actually don't know. Um, I think everyone's always looking for the newest and best thing, but I don't think I will be personally racing on hollow boards this year. Um, will, how is the new Starboard turning out? Starboard turning out really well. He's just sent a lot of questions about the R&D stuff. What kind of watch am I using? I'm currently using the Phoenix 3. Um, it's a... Uh, it's Garmin Phoenix 3, it's an older sort of version, but it does enough for me, so I don't actually try and do um, too much too extreme. I just sort of keep things that's relatively the same. Unless it falls apart, then I'll probably get a new one. Uh, what sports other than SUP do I do? I guess I go um, SUP foiling a lot. I've been working with Starboard Foils on their, on their new sort of foiling range, especially for downwinders. That's sort of become a bit of a passion of mine. It's something you can really like get better at and I think that's something that I need to always do is trying to get um, better at what I'm doing so and better at other skills so like that's something that I always focus on in my off season trying to learn new skills that I can actually project um <laughs> Trav uh sorry Trav England from uh, Perth Drummers Challenge tomorrow he's saying that I've got a big handicap on the double because I'm doing it with Dean so I think I should go in front of you Trav because we should definitely beat you um but other sports, um, so I do sup foiling. Um, I do a little bit of sup surfing. Obviously, doing a lot of stand up, um, unlimited, um, and then obviously the fourteen foot stuff as well. So that's like kind of two different sports in its own. I surf ski paddle. I also kayak train. Um, I run a lot, and I do um, a fair bit of gym. So that's been um, probably the main sort of sports that I do. But trying to find that balance is always pretty hard. So always trying to do lots of different stuff in the off season, trying to keep relatively fit and then start my sports specific training sort of two months out. Um, I think on that training sort of question, I think you've got to find um, different things to motivate you over time. You can't just sort of do the same thing over and over again because you find that you get a little bit bored and over overdriven. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think you've always got to be focusing on that. What muscles do I use most in the sub? Um, I think SUP is a super um, total body activity. So I think if you have a surf ski background, like sort of I do, um, surf ski is sort of like a lot of upper body, a lot of um, really hard pulling, I think, when, you, when you're paddling. A little bit of legs, but sort of more so upper body, um, more so than kayak. When you kayak, you're sort of using a bit more of both. But stand up, you're sort of using your lats, um, or you should be using your lats mostly. Um, I think that's where you're getting a lot of your pulling power from. If you're using your arms too much, obviously your arms are going to blow up, your forearms are going to blow up, your biceps are going to blow up. They're the smaller muscles in your body, so you're trying to focus away from that. But then also your legs are super important in stand-up. That, that's something I learned earlier. I remember I did my my first ever um, downwind on a sup. I think I was, I was paddling Gulliver Sups at the time. Uh, g'day, Damien. Thanks so much for uh, your support. Uh, Damien actually got me started in stand-up paddling um, when he first had his sponsor. And then I, then I actually moved into... Um, uh, Starboard once, once that company um, went down. That's actually a cool story. Um, he actually gave me Sven's uh, from Starboard's uh, email and I had to sell myself to them and, and to Karen at the time. And I think my sponsorship for the first year was like half a board. Um, and then I got 10th of PPG and they sort of went, well, like maybe you can do what you say you can do. So that was uh, that was a really cool, um, I guess, 
story about trying to sell myself to a brand and then actually coming through with the, and fulfilling the things that I said I was going to do. I think I became uh, world champion with the, within that next year um, with ISA World Champ- Championship. So it was actually uh, pretty cool to sort of put my mind on something and actually eventually achieve it. Um, so, but yeah, on the on the leg thing, I think legs are super important. You've got to do a bit of running. Uh, I think jo- Johan's just asked, yeah, Johan, good to see you tuning in early in Europe. Um, yo- um, so yeah, basically I run probably two to three times a week, 30 to 40 minute runs, not big runs. I don't want to do too much running because obviously paddling is my focus. If we do too much running, then we can't obviously focus on the, uh, the paddling side of things as much. Um, but with your legs, you're really trying to keep your legs stable and strong the whole time because if your legs go, then you can't, your upper bodies are like not even, not even needed. So that's something I've been really able to do using my legs, um, being able to keep that board flat and keeping strong upper body um, has actually been really, really effective for me. Um, and just, just trying to m- manage that, um, like ever, whether there's refurb or anything like that. So yeah, I think main muscles are probably, actually I probably think the legs and the core are probably the main muscles, but then your upper body is super important. How do you, how do I um, bring your strength per pound to a high level? I think anything, I think any sort of um, paddle sport is all power to rate, weight ratio. Obviously, in something like surf ski or kayaks, it is a bit of a displacement hull, so you actually are pushing the water, so heavier guys tend to have a bit more of an advantage, whereas stand-up, I think, it sort of brings us back because the shorter guys are actually um, lower center of gravity, so they actually are able to put the power down without being so high, so I think that sort of can can transfer a little bit, but... Um, I think you just got to work out what your weaknesses are and make them into your strengths. I think that's the biggest focus on any of your um, your training plan should be. Like I used to always focus on my strengths all all the time and like try and get better at my strengths and like I'd have all these weaknesses and I never I never got better. So I actually went, all right. So what am I what am I weak at? At the moment, I'm weak at um, in the gym at the moment because like one side stronger than the other. So I have to do a lot of single arm and single leg stuff to try and make sure that I've got that even balance when I'm racing. And that allows me to actually um, be better as the season goes along and that, that, that sort of training prevents injuries coming along and hopefully will extend sort of my career however long it lasts. That's actually a funny one to think about. Like I've always said, like when I, even when I first got my first um, subcontract and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go around the world and travel this year. Um, I never thought I'd still be doing it, to be honest. Like I'm nearly 30, uh, 30 next year, early next year, just turned 29. Um, but it, I've always said one more year, one more year, one more year, but... It just keeps going and now it's sort of like, well, maybe it's going to be longer than that. Like maybe, maybe I can do this forever. Like you don't know. So it's um, pretty cool to be able to do it. And I just sort of um, each year just make it up as I go and trying to get the best experiences out of life as I can. Um, what else have I got? How are you, Ah, Simon Moore. Who is my favorite physio? Well, my favorite physio is Simon Moore from Stoke Physio. He's been um, working with me for the past couple of years now. So Stoke Physio is at North Beach there. Uh, those guys have um, uh, really helped me with my injuries and kept my body in order. So I'm actually going to see Simon at two o'clock. So if I'm late, you know why, Simon. Um, Georgia Schofield has asked, how did I get such a good-looking girlfriend? I think she got a good-looking boyfriend, to be honest. Um, but no, I had to do a lot of hard work with Christy um, at the start, um, you know, sort of doing that whole courting phase and sort of gradually got in there. But uh, it was pretty cool to sort of do that. Now we've been, get, go, been together for nearly four and a half years, so it's a pretty amazing um, experience in life that we live together and um, looking forward to keeping that going for as long as we can. Do I shave... Oh, John Engel, g'day, mate. John Engel asked, 
do I shave my legs all the way up? I don't actually shave my legs, and I think that's quite a funny question, but I did actually shave my legs when I was trying to be an Ironman a few years back, and um, I did a couple of times, but I think I got too many ingrowns and didn't really like it that much. I don't think it made that much difference. So I, I gave up on that really, really quickly. Um, someone's asked, if you are small, what needs to be done differently in training races to beat bigger folks? I think the biggest thing, if you are small, don't think you're small because um, I guess to, for, to give you a story, like I think as I was younger, I think I idolised guys like Dean Gardner, uh, sorry, not Dean Gardner, I idolised Dean, but um, not, for, not for the reason he's small. Um, Dean Mercer, he was a tenacious little guy and he really raced hard and raced strong every single race and never gave up and he was never the biggest guy. And he always committed so well to races. And I think that's something that I try and uh, replicate when I race now. It's just trying to be determined, um, not letting size be a factor. It's, it just really isn't. Like you can only do what you have um, with the body that you're given. So all you can do is um, focus on yourself, focus on what you can do better and just do your best every time you go into a race. And I think that's the bigger thing. Don't think of anybody is bigger than you. They might be taller than you, but it's no... Um, it's no, it's no, um, it's no difference between smaller, bigger guys. It's all about heart, and it's all about giving your best every time you step on that start line. Um, so they're the Instagram questions. Let's go look at a few of these questions that have been thrown through since I've been talking. All right, let's try and go to the start. Um, uh, hey Enrico, nice to meet you. Got um, Sean Partners, uh, marketing manager, I guess. Good to see you're online. Uh, Todd, if you want to join the Sean Partners team, I'm sure they'll be willing to take your application. Uh, that Marie, Marina, yes, the Iron X race was a bit nuts. Who wins a wrestle between Zach and Max? I'm going to say Max. Um, what other questions have I got? Hey, Mom. Thanks, Christian. Good to be online. Thanks for watching. Good to see Zane, Todd, Ty, Zach, Travel online. Um... Trav, England, what's my next race? I Well, Drummer's Challenge tomorrow, but then also I'll be doing the Carolina Cup coming up. How do I get... How do I get... Trav, England asks, how do I get the bubbles out of my sponsor stickers? Um, well, that's actually a really tricky question because, like, if you get the big long ones, you can, like, layer them down. I think I've found a pretty good niche for that. Or you can use water and use a credit card. But then it scratches the sticker, so it can make it worse. Johan, I think I answered this, but do I run the competition period? Uh, yes, I usually use runs to do like the day after day after my race. So if I'm like a bit, um, I don't know, worn out from a competition and my muscles are a bit sore from obviously from paddling and being in the stand up because you're obviously using a lot of upper body, you just go for a nice 4K, 6K run and just sort of just get it ticking over again to allow myself to start training again. Um, Oli Calderon. Hey, mate, how are you? Um, one of my guys on my training plan. He asked, are two-piece two boards in the starboard range in the near future? I don't think so, um, but that's something I can ask. But I, I don't know if anyone from starboard's watching, uh, please, you can answer that question for me. Um, Josh Walker, do I ever drink, a, drink beer and do I avoid them to keep a six-pack? Um, I definitely do drink beer. I'm, I, I think it's a really important part of, I think, training. And I'll, I'll clarify that a little bit. Um, I think the social side of any sort of experience is really important. So I like to have a beer with my friends and actually not take things too seriously. Like, obviously, I'm a very serious, determined uh, guy who wants to always achieve good results. But um, I'm always really, really excited to have a beer after the race. I think that's something I think I learned in ocean ski paddling. I think 
um, I mean, the first ever doctor I did, I came back from um, the event and I got like 27th, I was nowhere. Um, but I got to sort of sit in a room and drink with like guys like Marty Kenny, uh, I think Zane Holmes was there, Shannon Eckstein, um, Dean Gardner, Oscar Chalopsky, Corey was there at the time, still a young guy. Um, and all these like big, great names I've always looked up to in sport and they were all sitting around having a drink and I was like, well, that's, that's the experience that I want to have. So I've always tried to, after every event, try and have beers with like anybody who's uh, sort of around to sort of have a yarn and sort of really like take the, obviously take the, the social side of things um, really seriously because I think it's the best part of sport and I think we all really need to enjoy what we do each and every day because at the end of the day we all die and it's like it's 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 really important maybe to us at the time but going forward I think if we've enjoyed every single moment that we've lived then we're going to be able to have more um, fun and more opportunities coming forward so that's my answer Josh hope you're having a good flight back from uh, Exmouth um, Enrico asked any plans to move to Supfoil? Yes, I think I'm working um, a little bit on that sort of downwind aspect if the sport does become something um, coming forward, but it is a lot of fun. So I think I'll be doing maybe um, the a couple of races on the Euro Tour. Um, I've got board and the, the foil sort of ordered now. So I'll just go in there and have fun and, and try and do my best and in, 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 in that sort of thing as well, because I think they'll be like before or after the actual Euro Tour races. So I'll be able to do, hopefully be able to do both and it'll be really, really fun. So yes, I will try and do some sup foiling. I've just got to get get better at it, I think. I'm just a little bit behind the eight ball. Uh, Chris Ting, g'day mate from BMG's online. He asked, do I re- did I really make the, the bars at INX? I did, I made the second ones, but not the first ones. The first ones really were frustrating. I slipped um, about halfway down and I've been, like I was getting them done really, really easily in warm up and, um, previously to that. So that was like the bit where I was going to make up a bit of ground in that INX event, but uh, not to be in the first one around, which is a bit frustrating, but it was cool to get through that second one and sort of move myself up to, I think I was like third for like one second uh, before TJ ran past me again. So um, yeah, that was a that was a cool experience. Well, I don't know what I've done there. Oh, yeah, back. Um, Ollie, as with Future Sport, do you see SUP foiling taking many riders from the SUP racing world? Um... I think what you find with SUP is it's a lot of like the early adopters. I think if you understand that sort of business model, like a lot of the SUP guys are guys who, or, and girls who want to like, who want to be the first at doing something. So there's a lot of people who move um, different areas, but I think SUP racing will still have a really strong future. I think people are really, really interested in SUP, um, SUP paddling. Uh, you see like races like Paris and there's like a thousand people that are turning up. You've got like the races like Chatterjack and there's like know, another thousand people turning up to race. So I think those races are still always going to be there. Um, I think Supfoiling might take a few of those top guys to be able to race in those races because we all love a different challenge. We all like um, creating new opportunities for ourselves. But I think um, I think there'll be there's there's room for both, and I think some guys will just go and do that. Um, but I think the top guys in the in the sup racing sport will, will always be there um, because it's just such a fantastic sport to be a part of. Um, Carsten, g'day mate. Um, he has asked, what do I look for when designing my paddle? Um, I guess what I was looking for, I guess a, a strong catch. Um, I guess I'm a quite a, a muscle-bound kind of guy, I guess you could call me. Um, but when I hit the catch, I wanted something that I can grab and pull on and then and get it out of the water. And I think that's something I learned from the kayaking days when I was involved in that. And um, 
So I look at that, I look at a really, a paddle that gives me a really good exit because you don't want to be wasting energy on the exits. That's something I've really worked on with my paddle. Um, if you've ever used it, you'll actually really notice how like it's strong on a cat, but then it's really easy to release. I think you'll find a lot of paddles, you've really got to almost pull them out of the water. Um, so that was something a really, really big focus of me. Um, also thinking about like the flex of the shaft, I think that's really important depending on what racing that you're doing. Cause like if you're racing, even surf ski stuff as well, like if you're racing longer distances, you're going to need a, a flexier shaft because you cannot physically pull big blades for long periods of time. So you've got to thinking about your paddle size and then your paddle flex cause your paddle flex obviously allows you to use your fitness, um, more than your strength. Uh, so if you're doing around the cans, like as a surf ski around the cans race or a 200 meter sprint, um, in the, the SUP at the moment, you can use a, a big paddle and use a stiff paddle um, because you're able to actually power with that for 200 meters and you can just keep going. Like, um, I think you see like guys like uh, Connor and Casper and the really good sprinters of our sport would, would, I think would be using that type of stuff. I'm not sure the ins and outs of what they use, but, um, but when you're going longer, you definitely want more flex and you want to use a bit of a smaller paddle and you want to use something you can, you can feel strong in the first stroke and feel strong in the last stroke. That's my little, little tip. Um, Jade Lane, g'day Jade. Hope you're saving yourself up for the drummers challenge tomorrow. Um, full training, you're doing three sessions a day. How do I find fitting it all in? Um, I guess I just make time. Um, we're training that little group in the mornings now, so we'll probably um, do most mornings down at East Perth um, about 6am and get that one done. And then I'll probably try and do one at like uh, just after that, maybe like 8.30, 9 o'clock. And then I get another session done in the afternoon, whether that's going to be a downwind or it's going to be another paddle out and back or whatever it is. Um, I just just try and make sure that training is the priority right now. Um, and then all the other things that I've got going on with the paddles and the training and obviously like the content stuff and everything else that I'm doing, I'm trying to manage that around the training. So sometimes I have a fantastic week and I get like all the training done and all the work done, but there's definitely things that are sitting there in my like to-do list that have been sitting there for six months. And I think it's like that, like that old saying, you can, um, you can spend time working in the business and you forget to work on the business. So um, I try and trying to do a little bit of both now because once I go away, it's kind of impossible. Hey, Karen, good to see this team Seymour's watching along. Hey, Christoph. Gary Hancock, how are you? I'm trying, I can't, don't think I can see your whole thing, but I'll read the first start of your question. I am well as well. He said, hope, you're, hope you are well, mate. Um, do you see endurance training as an important part of a type of ski, of type of ocean ski racing or flat racing? Um, yes. So I, I couldn't see the rest of your question for whatever reason, but um, endurance training is super important for all training. I think you find sprinters actually do will do a lot of base work as well, but they'll do slow power stuff. So like they all do their like three key um, sprint sessions a week, but then they'll also do like a slow 10K paddle um, as well, just to keep that ticking over, keep that rhythm, keep that, because like every stroke is so important. Um, and it seems like, it's like we, we focus on like, oh, like we're going to sprint off the line and we're going to die. But it's like when we're sprinting, we're actually doing the perfect stroke over and over again. So if you're doing thousands and thousands of strokes um, in those endurance sessions, you're actually going to probably get better at your sprinting but you've got to be doing those key sprint sessions to be able to allow you to be able to do the, the really fast sprinting. Um, it's not something that I've personally been really, really good at. Um, it's just, I, I think this is the way that my body makeup is. I think I have a lot of slow twitch and a lot of fast twitch, even though everyone, everyone always looks at me and goes, oh, you'd be a really good sprinter. It's just not the case, but um, it is what it is. I've tried and I've never gotten any better. Hello, Jack. How are you, mate? Um, Enrico asked again, am I going to see you at Molokai? Um, well, 
not at the surf ski one this year. I'm trying to really focus down on that um, Sup Molokai this year rather than doing the surf ski one bouncing um, from Europe. I'd love to be there, but I just I can't I can't sort of commit the time and commit the energy to actually training for it. Like I don't really like doing um, events that I can't prepare properly for. I think it becomes a sort of a waste of time and resources for everybody involved. So anything that I put my blind on, I, I really want to try and win. And I'm, um, that's the sort of like the focus every time I get on the start line. I think I'm a really competitive guy. I think I'd really like to, to do my best every day. And I think if I, if I go to a race like Molokai, I think I did last year and I finished in ninth place, which was still a, a pretty good result, like considering the field and considering how good they were. But I was stronger two and a half hours, but I just didn't have like that last two months of work where you can actually really ramp up your kilometers and actually feel strong after three hours. Like it's all, everyone can feel good to two hours, but once you get that three hours when people are picking up the pace, like you look at guys like Corey Hill and Hank and Sean and like those guys are like coming to that final section of races like Molokai and they're flying. They're doing like their, their like 15K race pace. They just get to that point and they start motoring. I get to that point trying to hang on and then I, I don't motor anymore. So if I'm going to do that race, I'm going to do it well. And um, it's definitely a race I'm going to keep doing as I get older. I think it's one of those races where you can keep getting stronger as you get older. I think it's like that, that sort of Ironman um, concept where you, as you get older, like the Konas and that, you just you can keep your body's done so many, so many kilometers over time that you're going to be able to really, really good at it. Um, any more questions? Cool. 40 people are watching. How cool is that? Thanks, everyone, for watching. I do prepare myself physically the day before the race. Um, I think when I'm racing um week in week out i think it's a very different i think i'm always trying to more so recover than try and get better so i think i start the season sort of like if you draw a map like i start season here and then i'm sort of gradually coming down but i'm just trying to key pinpoint those days that when i'm racing to be able to be able to back that up because like sometimes i do do like 12 races in a row um and it's all about just keeping strong trying to do my best but trying to feel physically strong when i'm actually on the start line and just do and like never really get in that mindset that you're like, oh, I'm thinking about um, oh, what happened last week or I'm a bit sore. It's just like forget about it and just get on with it. So that's, that's sort of like the philosophy I sort of take before I start. Um, so M2O, we have oversized uh, backpacks. Do we stop eat power bars at all? No, I actually will just use... Um, so this E3 stuff has got like, I think it's like 30 grams of protein and 70 grams of carbs. So... That's like eating, so that's that's what we've sort of focused on. I think if you're like swimming or something like that and you actually need those gels because you can't really drink a lot of water, we can drink a lot of water and actually change our packs as we go along. Uh, one thing I did learn last year is like you're better off taking a bigger pack um, and not trying to change over as quickly, so just trying to keep keep that hydration going as long as you can. Maybe do one change at the end, take a three liter at the start and actually drink it though. Last year I didn't drink it. Last year I went to like two hours without drinking water, so I fell apart really, really well. Um, Jack asked... Uh, how do I prepare mentally? Um, I think I think back to all the other experiences that I've had previously. Like I, it's really important to be able to focus on um, what I'm doing and, and where I'm going um, in, a, in a whole sense rather than just like each, in, each individual race. Um, and then I just like, it's just about, I, I, it always comes down to like the cliche, just do your best. Like I think that's all you can do. And if you really believe that you're going to go to the start line you finish that race and you've done your best and that's all you can do like you've got to take those opportunities that are presented to you so if there's like a wash or a, a i don't know like a wake or something that comes up that you've got to take like take that opportunity don't think about it just do it and i and i think that's the mindset you've got to be in nick that we're gonna put a ring on it all in good time buddy um chris ting do i oh 
Wow, there's so many questions coming through now. Um, do I have travel tips, tr um, travel recovery and strategies before race? Travel tips wise, I think I've, I've sort of taken the philosophy that I never book things early. So I actually book things, everything late. And everyone's like, oh, you save money if you book early. But I never really truly decide what I'm doing until I'm like the weekend. I'm like, okay, I'm definitely doing that. I'm definitely not doing that. Or I should go here. I should like spend more time resting or I should actually go and travel and actually see something because I want to change my mindset, change my approach. And I think it's really important to, um, when you're traveling, to be able to do some sort of training, but be comfortable in that sort of training. So like I try and find all that sort of, and all that sort of stuff um, to keep myself focused on that, all that, um, all that stuff. So yeah, it's, it's not really anything strategic or anything like that. It's always just about keeping things rolling forward. Um, how much fluid did I drink in Molokai? Well, not much, Greg, unfortunately. Um, Sam, I can't really see your question. I don't know how to fix that, but I think you're asking about um, training across a range of disciplines. I think it's just about um, focusing on doing um, things that keep you motivated to train. So if you wake up in the morning and you think gym training is going to really motivate me to go train today, go and do gym. Like if you think paddling is going to be like motivating you to get up and go training, go paddling. Like just... Do whatever's going to pull you out of bed in the morning. Like so I, I rotate my sessions around all the time to try and like there's an ideal week I try and set for myself. But I also go like, well, I'm not really motivated to paddle this morning, but I'm really motivated to do that gym and run set. So I'm going to do that, and then I'll do the paddle after or whatever it is. So I think that's that's the real thing. Like and then the same thing with kayaking or surf ski or um, foil downwinding or unlimited downwinding or sup downwinding or whatever it is. Like they're all actually really good. Just make sure that when you're coming into that like two, three weeks out from your race, try and make it specific. Uh, Matt Jones asked, where's my average flat water speed? Um, I think it's about, for 10K, it would, top, I think we'd probably be doing around 11, 11 and a half if the race is really pushing. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Enrico again asked, I, I've become a multiple time SUP world champion. What are your, where do I find my motivations? Um, I think I find my motivations from very, various things um sometimes it's internal motivation ex sometimes it's external motivation sometimes it's i don't know i, I want to do something different so that's why i'll do the rotto swims or i'll turn up to the like the shrimp partners doctor race or i'll do um all these different events because they motivate me like and i always feel like i've got something to prove like i never um enter a race um feeling like i haven't got anything to prove but it is an interesting one if you just do sup i think uh, when i when i've been at races like I get to a point, like even last year, I think I won like five or six races in a row. Um, I get to that point and it's like, I, I can only lose when I enter this race. I cannot, I cannot do any better than I've been doing. Like I'm only going to be able to lose and someone's going to be able to beat me. And then when that does happen, I find that if I'm still really motivated to um, try and win the next one, then that's, that's the best thing. Like I think losing, I've always said losing are the stepping stones to your next victory. So you've got to be really onto that sort of motivation. I think that's super important. Um, Frederick asked, do I find the 2020 All-Star new bottom shape a lot better than 2019? Um, it might be unstable. Um, we've, we've rectified all that. So you're going to have a fantastic board in 021. Um, I can't give anything else about that, but it's going to be really, really cool and really, really pumped for that one. Um, let's like, sorry, I've done heaps of live questions, but let's just pump into a little bit of the ones that people have asked prior and I'll probably wrap this up because I've been talking for nearly an hour and I think I'm giving myself a headache. Um, 
So Derek Cross asked, I've just come back from Thailand. Any hints about the 2021 board? I've actually probably answered that already. What event am I looking for? What race is looking like the first one? I've already answered that. So that's um, Carolina, obviously. Um, Philippe asked, what is my split between sup, gym, and cross training? I'd say that I do probably um, three paddles um, on the sup, three paddles on the ski, two cross training in the gym and then probably two or three runs if I'm really really motivated sometimes I'll do more so like sort of try and do like around that like sort of 80, 80 sort of k a week uh, maybe a little bit more depending on where my my mindset's at and whether I can continue to maintain that sort of level of training um do I ever change the length of my paddles with the boy conditions um yes if I'm sprinting I'll probably bring my paddle length shorter so I won't keep it as long and then um I just basically make sure that um, I've got the right paddle for each and every race. So I take like five or six paddles. It's kind of ridiculous, but I have a lot. Um, Johan asked that if I train with music. I do train with music all the time. I actually listen to books as well. Um, I've been really into like Audible and like listening to like different uh, books that interest me at the time. You don't take in everything, but you actually get to um, understand a lot of different concepts that people are writing about. And I think that's really important. Um, what do I, I use the Bose Sound Sport and I use, uh, I think it's called Plantronics. It's like the, the one that was in my, my photo the other day. So that was like a little waterproof one, but it doesn't make me feel like I need to take a loan out every time I lose them in the ocean. Um, but I think my favorite board for the Euro Tour has always been the Sprint. Um, the Sprint is just my go-to board for every single condition and I'm really, really lucky to sort of be able to be able to be on that board so often um it's been a, a really really rewarding board for me i think i've won nearly every race that i've, I've started on it so it's, it's pretty fantastic um so david ahmed asked do i have any horror stories on the ocean ski um well there's a few i think i started 20 beaches one year i went out from shelly beach and i hit a rock and it was one of my early day pals, must have been around 2013. And it was when the fans still had the metal screws on the, the lines. And as I come through the rocks, I hit the rock. And then because I was young and silly, I guess, I paddled 20K without a right rudder pedal. So that was, that was one of my horror stories, I guess. Um, and then obviously, I, there's a period there, I don't think a lot of people know this, but there's a period there that I think I fell off my ski in every single race that I raced in, in like 2015, I think I was racing in. It's, uh, it's really, really funny, but I just fell off every time so like if you guys fall off I feel like it's just it's just something that happens so you just really gonna learn from it and it's um it's really it's just one of those things unfortunately um I think that's pretty much all the questions I've, I've done today I really appreciate everyone signing in uh, and watching um, if you guys want to see more of this please uh, write in the comments below whether you'd like to see it like once a month or before and after races or whatever it is. Um, please let me know. I'd really like to connect with you guys more. I think I found it was quite, I really like getting back to every single person who writes on my posts and writes on the things. So I really appreciate all their support, but it does take a lot of time. So I think this is an awesome way to connect with you guys and be able to answer your questions, be able to be a part of what I'm doing and be a part of what you're doing. So um, yeah, I'll sign off now. Um, yeah, but please leave some notes in the comments. If you thought it was terrible, please let me know. If you thought it was fantastic, also let me know. So um, really want to make this work and um, really appreciate everybody watching. So I'll see you all next time. I'm not sure when that will be yet, but maybe I might do one another one in a month and we'll see. Thank you and goodbye.